from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. All right, we are officially here at the Wildcat Sports Club, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. We're online on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT. From the Wildcat with West Genesee football, we have Kymir Newton. Finally, this man has asked many times. We have Mudge Amalati here with us. We have head coach Joe Corley, myself, Dan Chitora. There are many of you here, so show the world how loud West Jenny can be, please. I like it. All right, so we are here. There's one more game in the regular season, Coach. You got that game at home. We're pumped. We're ready for this. What can you say about, you know, this night out, nice pizza party, nice thing going on here at the Wildcat, and then on the field tomorrow? Well, just look around, Dan. The kids are excited. The families are excited. We're all excited to be in the playoffs. It's a new season. We have new hope. A couple weeks ago, things didn't look so good for us, but, yeah. you know, true character comes out when your backs are against the wall, and these guys fought through a tough time and got themselves in the hunt. I'm proud of them. Uh, gentlemen and rest of the crowd, are we happy that we're in the playoffs now? <laughs> are you feeling good? Back in the playoffs one more time. Coach, how does it feel for you to get through the adversity and get back to the postseason? Just makes me very proud. You know, the, the winning, that's the icing on the cake. But to see the kids grow and, and persevere through a tough time, uh, to me, that's a job well done. Absolutely. And Mudge, welcome. Thank how you. are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm good. Now, you, you've been wanting to be on Wake Up Call with the Answer for a little bit, so I take that as a positive. Yeah. I thank you for that. What, what are you going to bring to the show tonight? Can you give me some words of what you're going to bring to us? I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's just going to be positive the whole time. Positive the whole time, all right. Now, some people consider you to be the, the funny man on, on the team. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's about, I mean. I'm Is it close? Who's, who's the other guy with you? Amir. Xavier's good, right, too? Yeah, Xavier and Amir Gambino, too. And Amir, okay, all right. Kymir, how are we doing today? Good. You doing well? Yeah. How's how's everything going this season? How did you take the season so far up to this point? Um, it's been pretty good the entire season. Yeah. Uh, a couple ups and downs from the start to finish, but you know we're pulling through. You're in the postseason. The team battled to get there. Just what you can say about the resolve of the team, and you guys never said die. You never gave up on the season. Um, as a whole, we are a family. You know, we we have our ups and downs. You know, we go back and forth with each other. Some stuff stops. We get it back yeah. going up again. But uh, in the end, we all came around and uh, got it working to make its playoffs. What is it about this year's team that you were able to bounce back and, and get it going? Um, I guess we just clicked as like a group. We saw like how we were starting off wasn't as good as we hoped. And then we just brought it back in our last two games to bring us into the playoffs. Yeah. For you to be able to be here and to be in the postseason and to extend the season, just what that means to you personally to have one more run at this thing. Um, it's great as a senior to get our last games in as a family like, together instead of having it crumble under us in just the regular season and to push it farther and to keep going. Like We can keep going and just keep going and then get more games and just yeah. keep playing. Yeah, you're winning you keep moving on. That's, that's the name of the race here. Mudge, what do you think about this season and the resolve of the team and being able to continue on and move forward. I mean, this season, it's like 
it's been like a roller coaster. You know, it's uh, there's a lot of ups and downs, but there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of positive. You know, whenever we, whenever we hit a bump, we just we always go over it or fix it. So like, you know, our seasons, our, our, <laughs> it's a great season. You know, this is one of my favorite seasons. What was it about this year's team? You heard what Kymir had to say. What was it, in your opinion, about this year's team that kept kept you guys going, kept you in it, kept you in this fight to be in the postseason? I mean, what really kept me going was just like really having fun and practice, and like you know, always pushing, <laughs> you know, pushing uh, the the player right next to me, you know, to push it through, and uh, <laughs> and just, <laughs> I mean, and just we're just. It's been <laughs> it's been a good season. <laughs> All right, fair enough, Coach. You chose to have Kymir Newton and and Mudge Almalati up here. What do you think about that? Why why have these gentlemen up here? Player's choice, Dan. I I, I told the, the guys there's, choice, just, okay. there's just certain things I can't concern myself with in season. I got to get practice plans done, scout cards done. Right. Um, I told them give me four names, and they did. And these are the guys. And these the are the guys. Okay. Tell tell me something about Kymir Newton. How would you describe him? Kymer is a great kid. He's a team player. He loves his teammates. He comes to work every day. You need the kid to do something. He does it. He's just a just just a real positive kid to be around. Kymer, I'm gonna have you pay it back here. How would you describe Joe Coyle? Um, it's <laughs> always a laugh before any of the guys do it. You realize that? Um, I love him. He's he's part of the family. You know, we we view him as an equal. Yeah. Not as a coach. We see him as a friend. Okay. How is he in practice? Ha. <laughs> Um, easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's good. I mean, we, you know, we can't really complain. Yeah. You know, we're doing good with him. Um, we, we have our moments. Okay. Uh, he gets mad, we get mad, but we're always back together in the end. How did Coach help push you through to the postseason? What can you say about how Coach kept you guys focused? Oh, he did a lot. Um, we were struggling as a group at first. You know, we would fight, bicker, all that, have some a lot of mental mistakes. We still have a lot of mental mistakes, but through practice, he just pushed us on and on to fix them and get it right and to work harder. Mudge, I'm going to ask you to describe Coach for me. What did you say about Joe Corley? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot there, but, um, okay. I mean, the one thing is, I mean, he, he's – He's a great coach, you know, a great guy. Uh, he, he, he has his moments where he's mad. He has moments where he's always happy. But, it's, I mean, I don't know. He's a, a cool guy. That's, that's how I do it. Just a cool guy. Fair enough. Yeah, just a cool guy. Cool guy. Good right. basketball player, right, too much? Good basketball yeah. player? Yeah, I beat him in basketball, by the way. Actually, I'm pretty sure I tied the series. No, he did not tie the series. I won the tiebreaker today as well. No, he did not. I won. Uh, We played for his whistle, and I have his whistle in my pocket. We're going to have to play the tiebreaker then. So, Coach, how would you describe Mudge? Mudge is a great kid. I mean, what you see is what you get. He's a happy-go-lucky kid. Um, he's, He's a funny kid, but he's a hard worker. And this game means a lot to him. His team means a lot to him. He gives us everything he's got, and that's all you can ever ask. Fair enough. You guys have seen me ask your teammates this who are all around you before I had asked them how they would describe a Wildcat, a West Genesee Wildcat. Mudge, how would you describe it? Honestly, I would I would describe being a, being a Wildcat is always like, you know, there's a Wildcat pride. You know, there's always a positive and like it just I'm 
I love being a wildcat, you know, because, like, every day I get up, I, you know, I go to school, and I'm like, oh, I'm always happy when I go to school because, like, I don't know, I'm just, <laughs> just a ha happy guy, and, like, West Tennessee makes me show my always, like, positive to other people. What makes you so positive and so happy all the time? What is I, it? Honestly, I don't really know. I just, I wake up, and I'm just like, I don't know, I just, I, <laughs> I got to make someone's day or something like that. So where did that come from? Did that come from, can you put the point that to oh, family I, or? I mean, I don't know. Growing up, I was a shy kid. And then all of a sudden, when I, when I learned how to talk, I was just, it never stopped. <laughs> but you, you talk about making somebody else's day, not just making your day. Yeah. Just what you could say about I mean, I always, forward. you know, I love making people laugh. Love making people laugh, even if they're laughing at me. But I mean, like, it just <laughs> always brings a smile on my face, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Come here, I'm going to ask you what it means to be a West Jenny Wildcat. Um, all I can say is family. Family is a big key word, part of the Wildcats. So family. Why, what, elaborate a little bit more. Why is it? Because everybody says that they're a family, but then there's some teams that actually are a family. Yeah. So what makes you a family? We, anything happens, ups, downs, someone, someone's not having a fun day or a good day, we're there to pick them up. We have each other's back constantly. Yeah over anything anything that happens we're there for each other no matter what one of us leaves and comes back we'll still be there for them yeah no matter what we get to a fight then we're right back at it the next day as a whole i'm gonna ask you to describe mudge in your words <laughs> <laughs> um much like a brother to me okay maybe maybe not the best one but okay he's a brother he's a brother to you but not the best one yeah. what does that mean <laughs> how did you describe that um <laughs> much, much is um, he's he gets me mad a lot. Uh, okay. Just d constantly, constantly. But yeah. I still love him. Okay. No matter what, thick and thin. Uh, all right. He's there. So a brother, but not the best. Mudge, how would you describe Chimera? I would describe Chimera as like uh, <laughs> I mean, when I see him, I'm like, I'm always, <laughs> I don't know, he. When I get him mad, it brings a smile to my face sometimes. But I mean, again, yeah, he is like a brother. You know, he, he's always there to pick me up when I'm down. I'm always there to pick him up when he's down. So it's whatever. Coach, we talked going into the season. We had the prelude to the season right here on this stage. Now that we are through to where we are right now, how would you describe the personalities of this team as a whole? And you've heard the guys talk about each other. This functionally dysfunctional family, I guess, they would say at times. You guys love each other, but you get each other mad. So how would you describe the family? Um, I think functional but dysfunctional is perfect. Uh, they don't always get along. They're a bunch of goofballs. you got a lot of different personalities in this room. But I think when it comes down to it, they're in it for each other. They're in it for their teammates, their brothers, and they're willing to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Where does the leadership come from on this year's team? If you had a point to, it comes from our to. senior class. It comes from our senior class. Our seniors, they have a personality. Um, they are who they are, but uh, they love each other. I think our underclassmen look up to them. They lead by example, and that's how you want it to be. Senior leadership. Fair enough. All right, we're going to go to the hot seat. You guys know about this. You've seen it before. So I'm going to put you in rapid fire, but in the effort of equality, you could put me on the hot seat too. So I'm going to go to Chimera first. All right, Chimera. Tell me the person on the team that is your biggest inspiration. 
Add him, actually. Add him, add him right there. Add him. Okay, why? Um, well, I mean, as you can tell, he's, he's not the biggest kid, but, you know, he still blocks like a lineman. Uh, yeah. That's about it. So what, what makes him so inspirational? Um, well, at the start of the season, he wasn't in a position that you would see him as. Yeah. And now he's playing, you know, both ways, hitting kids 100 pounds bigger than him yeah. constantly. And he pushes through it. He doesn't stop. He doesn't give up. He just keeps going. All right. Fair enough. Mudge? Anybody can play you in a movie. Who's playing Mudge in a movie about your life, and what are you calling the movie? Wait. What do you mean? Like, anyone can play me in a movie? Any actor can play you in a movie. Who's going to play you? And what's the movie going to be about? <laughs> and what's the movie going to be about? Uh... uh of mice and men. Lenny. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, no. The, the movie I would go to is probably like. Uh, oh, what do you mean, play me in a movie? Any actor would play you in a movie. Any actor. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I would say The Rock because I'm like the strongest kid on this team. You know, I body everybody on this team. I body. Okay. So the the Rock would play you. The Rock would play you. Because right. I body everybody. All right. Oh my goodness. No, I didn't. All right, Coach. We're going to go to you on this one now. I think we've talked about superheroes before, but. Yep. If you could have any superpower in the world, what superpower would you have and why? Uh, the power to hear, because these guys are constantly laughing under their breath. They're okay. snickering. They're having little side conversations when I'm talking. Okay. And man, I would love to know what's going on behind the scenes with this crew. Or maybe I don't. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm better off not knowing. So you would love to hear them. Love to hear them. All right. Love to hear what they're saying. Have you ever picked up on any other conversations before? Never, and it drives me nuts. Never. So you, you nuts. can never hear what these guys are saying. I can hear them, but I can't hear what they're saying. Okay. All right. Fair enough. A lot of guilty looks out there right now, too. They all got kind of quiet when I said that. All right. Fair enough. Coach, I'm going to let you ask me your first one. We've done this, we've done this a lot, so I'm there's a lot, a lot of questions. Of questions. I don't have yeah. many in the bank. Let's see. All right. I'll ask you something simple. Okay. Um... Favorite childhood cartoon and why? Favorite childhood cartoon. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Michelangelo why? is my favorite. Okay. And they love pizza. I love pizza. They also had a lot of fun. And Michelangelo was the funniest one, and he had the nunchucks, and I thought that those were pretty cool. So if I was a turtle, I would be Michelangelo. There you go. I'm going to say that. All right, Mudge, you can ask me one. What do you got for me? Okay, I got two questions. First question is okay. if there is an... Any NFL player that you could be and take his place, who would it be? Any NFL player that I could yeah, take their place? Retired, dead, anyone. Oh, well. If I could take anybody's place, it would be Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Because he, like, broke his ankle every time he moved. So it was amazing how he could move and stay healthy and agile. If I took anybody's place right now, it would be Gardner Minshew. I need to leave my Jaguars out of the basement right now. I need to do And I got the goatee. He's just got the mustache. So I'd have to fix that up for him. All right, come here. What do you got for me? Yeah, looking at the team right now. Yeah. How do you think we are as a total, as a whole? How do I think you are as a whole? Yeah. Well, I think that from doing the the pre the prelude to the season and seeing where you guys are at right now, it shows that you have like like we talked about before, resolve, 
You can respond to adversity well. I think you're a fun-loving bunch. You may be hard for, for Corley to corral in practice, I would say, maybe. There's a lot of energy and a lot of personality. But you guys seem to have a lot of fun, and I think that, you know, when you win, there's probably a very hype type of locker room, which is pretty cool. So I think you guys need to keep winning so that we can keep seeing that personality come out in the team. I think I'd like, sure. to, like to see that. All right, Kymir, I'm going to go to my second question for you. What is one thing you would change about the world if you could change anything today? <laughs> one thing you would change about the world right now. No, no, no. Um, Um, change anything. Poverty. That is that is a big one. Poverty. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, where I grew up as a kid wasn't yeah. really a, a good good area. You okay. know, a bunch of people in rundown houses. Okay. Nothing's like really working right. Um, I was lucky. For most of the parks, we had a decent area to live in, but it was yeah. so bad around it. Um, I'd like to change like how people view it and like. <clears throat> the benefits people can get over there. Okay. Like, there's not a lot. So you'd like to change your neighborhood for the better? Yeah. All right. I like that. All right, Mudge. My second question for you. If you were running for president of the United States in 2020, what would be your tagline? Uh, my... <laughs> well... <laughs> uh, I'd be... <laughs> Yalla Shabab. <laughs> That's Arabic. Let, for, let's go, boys. All right. I like it. I like it. All right, Coach. <laughs> coach, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to stick with the question I gave to Mudge. Mudge is running for president. Where would you like to be in his cabinet? What role would you like to take in Mudge's presidency? I want to be his vice president. Okay. I want to be his right-hand man. I want to be beside him, and I want to be guiding him through every decision he makes. Okay. All right. right foot, left foot, green, blue, whatever it takes. All right. Mudge, do you, do you accept? No. <laughs> you don't accept his vice presidency. All right. He'll be like my lawyer when I get in trouble or something. Okay. He's not, all right. He's not the vice right. president. Okay. Oh, no. All right. We're going to do one more because we want to have another set here. So you guys get one more for me. We'll take a break and get some other guys up here. What, what do you got for me, Coach? Last one for this set. How about, how about one thing you could change about the world, Dan? One thing I could change about the world. There's a lot that needs to be changed. I think we know that. I, I think that we were all born with the God-given right to freedom, yet we're not all free. There's people in this country that don't feel free. There's people in other countries that aren't free. So I think that we need to give the right back to God and take it away from humans and make sure that everybody has true and honest freedom to live the life that they want to live. I like it. Bring freedom back for everybody. All right, Kymir, you got one more for me. What do you got? All right, all right, all right. So. Yes. Out of me and Mudge. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think would be better on taking over your show? Between you and Mudge, who would Between be better at taking over the show? Yes. If I had to choose right now in this moment... Hold up, hold up. Be right. Before you choose, yeah. I was a bit shy in the beginning. You can't judge the beginning. Yeah, you okay. were shy. You laughed a lot. Okay, but... There was a lot of pauses for okay, laughter. You, you gave him better questions. I gave him better questions. I gave you guys the same questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I would like to see you both take over the broadcast together. See how you would be. Don't boo. 
Okay? So I'd like to see you both together do it. But if I had to choose right now, you know, I'm an honest person. I can't have dead air, so I'd have Chimera, I'd give it to you because 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 Mudge Mudge had some trouble laughing through some some of this stuff. So okay, but I told you I was shy in the beginning. All right, so you got one more question for me. Go ahead, make it count. Okay, so my question for you would be Yes. What do you got, sir? Do you like music or you don't listen to music? I listen to music. I do listen to music, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. okay, my question is: Yes. Uh, three rappers you could bring, but three of the top rappers that you think are like the best rappers in the world. Right now, dead or alive, you could bring them back. Oh, I could bring them back. Yeah. Wait. All right. Okay. So I'm. Mean, you know what? I'll choose. I'll choose three now that I like. Yeah. And then I'll tell you that I would. You know. I don't, I, Tupac, I'm still wondering if he's, if he's in Mexico somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but, Max, you know, obviously Tupac and Biggie, it would be nice to have him back. But yeah. if I had to choose three now that are yeah. my top, and this is not in any order, this is just three, Kendrick Lamar, Lil Wayne, and Drake. Those would be my three. Kendrick Lamar, Lil Wayne, and Drake. Not Those bad, yeah, that's not bad. I like right. that. Okay, fair enough. So for Joe Corley as well, I'm just going to call you March. Mudge is your name. Mudge and Kymia. Yeah. So for these three gentlemen, myself, Dan Tutorial, we're going to take a step aside on the stage here at the Wildcat. we got more guys coming up. Coach will be back. Give yourselves a round of applause, West Genesee. we got playoffs coming up. We will be back momentarily. Thank you so much for coming out to the Wildcat tonight. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. All right, we are back here from the Wildcat Sports Club. We have Adham Kadora and Muhannad Hussein, and we have Coach Joe Corley here with me. Of course, I'm Dan Tortora. Let's make sure we get you all on this broadcast. Show these gentlemen some love, team. Show some love for Muhannad and Adham as well. So happy to have you guys here. Muhannad, I'm going to start with you. What can you say about this year's team? I know you're sitting right here front row. For the guys, what can you say about the team so far this season? Uh, I think this team's like a bunch of dogs. Bunch feel, of dogs, okay. I feel like we're all, we've always, like since freshman year, we've always been doubted. Like, because we always had like a team that no one thought could ever be good. And like, we've always proved year after year that we could like be somebody. And we're showing it this year too. Okay, so you believe that, that this team was counted out. Yeah. That people didn't give you a lot of respect. 
he obviously don't like that going into the season, but it, it forms a little chip on your shoulder. And I know a lot of teams historically play well with chips on their shoulders. Do you feel like that helps you play well this year? Yeah, 18 new starters. Everybody's counting us out. Syracuse.com didn't even have us as like a team to watch out for, even though we went to the dome. Yeah. So we were talking about that before the season, thinking about like why don't why do they doubt us out? We have the personnel. We know we're a good team, and we're like. Why can't we be a good team? Like, why can't why can't us? Like, why? Yeah, why not you? Yeah. So, you hear that going into the season, you're not a team to watch for, according to some. I would disagree with that. But you're not a team that people thought that they should watch for. There wasn't a lot of respect. There wasn't a lot of hope in this team. Outside looking in, there wasn't a lot of love. How did you guys weather that storm and shut out the noise? We just put the work in. It all started in the weight room. All, all it comes from the senior class. We get, we got in the weight room. We put the work in. It came down in the summer. We put all the work in in there too, and it just from our senior class to our junior class, we just put work in, and that's what makes us us. All right, Adam, how you doing today? How we doing? I'm doing good. How about doing well. Doing well. So, for you, what can you say about this season? No love from the outside looking in. Not a lot of appreciation, not a lot of respect. How'd you guys weather that storm, in your opinion? I mean, all I'm gonna say is that we like. Oh, I mean, all I gotta say is that like we zoned out all the hate and everything. We just like to play football. Yeah. All of us played football since Pop Warner, and it feels nice to like since we all grew up as a team. It feels nice to have our family. Did you like that chip on your shoulder? Is it something that you kind of maybe embraced? Yeah, like the hate that we get, it drives us. Every game we play. We all, we all show up. What is it about this year's team that makes it so special? I mean, since 20-plus starters leaving us last year, you know, all our senior class leaving, uh, a lot of us had to step up, and, like, we got to show what we're made of and everything. So that's good. All right, Coach, you know that those starters left. That's always a hard thing to go through. How did you see this team battle back from that? with the expectation from the outside looking in that maybe there would be a drop-off without some of those guys. Which, what you could say about how this team responded to losing that senior class? I think exactly what these two just said, Dan. They blocked out the nonsense on the outside. They focused on what matters, and that's the guys in this room. They put the work in, in the weight room on the field, and these two especially have stepped up in a big way and as seniors have taken ownership of their team. And for lack of a better phrase, they put their foot down and said enough's enough. Yeah. Um, you know, we're the real deal and we're going to play that way, and they did. Do you get a, a sense for that from the beginning from this team that they really didn't care what was on the, the outside looking in? Did you feel like that was there from the beginning? I think they almost preferred it. I think they like being quiet contenders. They like playing that role where they were going to surprise people and, and, yeah. and uh, you know, prove the doubters wrong. Um, and they went through their growing pains like we knew they would, but here they are, three and four. Um, would have loved to grab a couple extra wins, but we're in the hunt and we have a shot to make a run for it. So, For you, shutting out the noise as a head coach, did you ever struggle with that at some point? Do you feel like it was something you had to grow through or did you always shut it out? I do my best not to show it, Dan, but it's tough sometimes. I mean, it, it, yeah. it gets to you. It's, um, it's added stress. Um, it can be added frustration. But at the end of the day, you know, my job is to stay focused on the kids and getting them ready, and that's what I do. This group of young men we've talked about the personalities we've talked about they like to laugh they like to have fun they're excited they're a wily bunch but how fun has it been to coach this year too it's been a lot of fun you know we like i said we, we've gone through our tough times we've gone through our growing pains but 
at the end of the day, you know, look at these guys. They're, they're a big bunch of goofballs. They're great kids. They have fun out there. And uh, all in all, it's a lot of fun to be around them every day. Fair enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you gentlemen to describe <coughs> Coach Crowley. So, Mohanad, I'm going to start with you. Describe Coach for me. Uh, he's a bipolar guy <laughs> when it comes to practice. He's so either, he's up and down. He's all over the place. Yeah, he's okay. either like the most happy person or he's the most miserable person in the world. So okay, does he get miserable because of you guys? No, I mean, do it, you do it, it too? all depends how much practices. <laughs> it all depends how much. So is that fair to say? Is it based on Mudge how you feel during practice? It has nothing to do with Mudge. It has nothing okay. to do with Mudge. Okay, all right. To do with Mudge. But you said sometimes he's happy, sometimes he's he's miserable. He's upset. How do you guys respond to? the two different versions of coach that you see? Uh, when we see when he's happy, we just want to keep practicing in like a good like good way to make him stay happy. Okay. <laughs> and when he's angry, we want, to, we want to try to fix that. So we fix all the mistakes. We tell him much to fix his green to blue calls. <laughs> and we fix the old line problems. We try to get everybody happy. We try to get everybody started thinking positive. And we try to like... Like, we, in the beginning of the season, we thought the coaches were after us, but, like, later in the season, we started thinking that these co the coaches are trying to help us. So right. we started using that as, like, as a positive instead of a negative. What, what made you feel like the coaches were, were getting after you, so to speak? What, what was that? Like, some people, like, they weren't coming after us, but some of the players thought, like, negative comments was just, like, coming after them, I guess, like... You, ha you did this wrong, you did that, but they're just trying to help you through the mistakes so you wouldn't do it in the game. So people took it at heart in the beginning, but like later in the season, we kind of get what they're trying to like. Makes you better. Yeah. It's tough love. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Adam, what would you say about, right. about Coach? Um, well, no matter what, Coach loves us, and even though he doesn't show it all the time, he's only trying to do what's best for the team. Okay. And, I mean, he's chill most of the time as everyone does their part. I mean, O-line does their part, defense, special teams, everyone. Okay. So, in the end, he's a chill guy. So he's a chill guy. Yeah. yeah. We've heard that a couple times, Coach. How would you describe these two gentlemen? Um, they're, they're two kids that lead by example. Okay. Um, like I said earlier, they, they took control of their team as seniors and said enough's enough. It's time to get this thing going the right way. And, yeah. and they took kind of a refuse-to-lose attitude. And um, it, it reflects in the way they practice and play. Individually, describe these two guys. Uh, Mahadid has become definitely very much a vocal leader. Uh, he's, he's definitely that guy that's pumping guys up in the huddle. He, he has a really just a great positive uh, sense to him. Uh, but he knows how to get the guys fired up. Um, Adham plays as hard as anybody I've ever seen. If, if, you, if you look at him and, and compare him to guys at his position, um, he's not very big. He's playing defensive end and fullback tight end for, so he's not coming off the field. Yeah. He's just uh, he's a tough kid that knows how to grind it out. Adam, you, you heard your, your teammates before talk about the fact that you're taking on guys 100 pounds bigger than you, and you're showing your worth on the field. Just what you could say about what drives you and, and what, what gives you that passion for the sport, and maybe when they line up against you, they think they got you, and you've been able to fight through it and show them that you're a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I just love this team, and I don't want to see us lose. So that's pretty much what drives me. All my teammates, they push me in practice, Dan Becker especially, in practice when he's on defense. And they just push, <laughs> and they just push me to be, I mean, the best version of I, that I can be on the game field. 
Fair enough. And Ham, I'm going to stay with you on this. You've heard your teammates say it. What does it take to be a West Genesee Wildcat? How would you describe it? I mean, to be a West Genesee Wildcat, you just, just got to play your role. You just got to focus in practice and don't let any, like, any of the hate or any of the, like, nonsense off the field, like, bother you and take your focus off the practice. How has this team become a brotherhood? Is it something that developed from week one of this season? Was it always there? How would you describe this team protecting each other and keeping that outside noise and the hate on the outside? Did that develop over time or was it always there? For this team, it's always been there, even though we didn't show it at the time. Especially in preseason, we definitely became more of a family. I mean, we chill a lot, we hang out and everything. So definitely became more of a compact family as the season progressed. All right, Muhana, what would you say about being a West Genesee Wildcat? How would you describe it? Uh, it's a family, uh, it's a brotherhood, and a Wildcat. Is, did you feel like that was there from the beginning, like Adham said, or, or did it develop over time? No, I feel like since freshman year, we came along, we were like, everybody kind of liked each other. No, like, everybody fits. Like, no one's ever left out, I, like, I guess. Like, every time we hang out and make sure, like, everybody comes. Like, no one's ever left out, I feel like. We okay. all, like, mush together. Like, all right, so everybody's a family, everybody's included. We're going to jump into rapid fire here. So you guys get a couple, I get a couple. Muhannad, I'm going to go to you first. It's going to be a three-part question. It's one of my favorite questions I've used for a very long time. I like it, and I want to see where you're going with this. You can go anywhere in the world that you've never been to before. Where do you go? You could take one person that you know, and you could take one celebrity. Where do you go? Who do you take that you know, and what celebrity do you take with you? I'll probably go to uh, Barbados. Okay. Why Barbados? Because I heard it's a really nice island. Okay. And Barbados. Who are you taking? From the team? You gotta uh, take one person you know and one celebrity. Probably Taekwon. Say who? Taekwon McGriff. Okay. Why? Because he's just a funny person to be around and okay. he always has a smile on his face, so I guess a vacation would be pretty fun with him. All right, what celebrity are you taking? Kim Kardashian. <laughs> You know, I thought I could get through one West Genesee show without a Kardashian conversation, Coach. I really thought that I could get there. You know, her and I share the same birthday, really? and I'm very pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Adam, I'm going to go to you on this one. Uh, no, I'm going to give you something different. I'm going to give you something different, Adam. What is one movie that you could watch on repeat for the rest of your life and never get sick of? Well, it's not, uh, I don't want to say one movie because it has a series of movies, one after the other. Okay. So, but it would definitely be Rocky. Rocky. Yep. You watched the whole series of Rocky. Yep. All of it. Yeah. Would you watch Creed in there too? Is yep. it all in there? All right. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Some people could roll with that. I believe in that. All right, coach. I'm going to ask you, she, she's, in the, she's in the room right now. We'll bring her up in a second, but, and we'll see what she actually says, but. If your mother could describe you in a few words, what would your mother say? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She'd probably describe me as a slob. As a slob? Um, okay. Right. I know she spent the, good, the better part of my life when I was living at home cleaning up after me. Okay. Um, she'd probably describe me as very temperamental. 
temperament. Um, as these guys have so described me, <laughs> I, I am not known for my patience. Okay. Um, All right. She'd probably describe me as, let's just say, a little stubborn, set in my ways, and I don't like being told what to do. Okay. All right. So, so you roasted yourself just now. I don't think she has to do it. I just need to be honest, Dan. I, you I'm know honest. what? I appreciate your honesty. And you get the first question coming around here now. So what do you got for me? All right. So I've asked you this before. Okay. Um, if you could ask any past president, any past celebrity, yeah. uh, dead or alive, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, better yet, if you could talk to anybody and ask them any question, um, who would it be? What would you ask them? Um, but it can't be Abraham Lincoln because you've already mentioned it. Because I already him. said it. Okay. If I could ask anybody anything, what would I ask them and why? I would. Hmm. It's tough. I would go back in time because both of my grandfathers passed away in 1992 when I was six. So I would ask both of my grandfathers what their favorite memory is with me and how they would describe me as a person because their opinion meant the world to me. And I still think to this day, 20, what, 28 years later, that they still raise me. I still feel their presence. So I would love to know how they see me through their eyes and any advice that they would have. I would ask them that. All right, Adham, what do you got for me? First question. I mean, you've also been asked this before, but okay. the players was asking me, Okay. Do you think water is wet? I don't like this question. Do I think water is wet? I don't think water knows what it is, but we think it's wet. So from our perspective, yes. From water's perspective, it's just water. So. All right, so follow-up question. Yeah. So a goldfish in water, is that goldfish wet? Yes. The goldfish is wet if it's in water. That's my opinion. I have no. I don't know what this does for humanity or society, but I'll answer the question. All right, Mohana, what do you have for him? What's your favorite thing about doing these radio shows? My favorite thing about doing these radio shows. My favorite thing about doing this is, and this is this is in all honesty, they know it. Coach knows that. You get to feel a part of what you guys are doing. You know, you don't just feel like a bra. Because being a part of the media. 99% of the media just wants a story, right? They don't care if it's good or bad. They don't care if they hurt somebody. They don't care if they ruin somebody's life. They just want the story. The 1%, which I feel like I'm a part of, or the 0.1%, is those guys, those women that actually care about you, about coach, about what you stand for, what you're doing, that if you lose every game, you're still going to be on the stage. If you win every game, you're still going to be on the stage. So... My favorite thing about my job is being able to be around the people in this community that I think make it better. You're the future of our community. And I think win, lose, or draw, I appreciate you guys, and I respect the fact that you take the time with me. So I thank you for taking the time because I think you guys make me better. I think you make me a better broadcaster, honestly. That's my answer. And my second question for you is if you took over my radio show, Tomorrow, who's the first person you would interview and why? Could be, pick one person on the team and then pick somebody in the world. I'll give you, you can pick one person on the team and then anybody else outside of the team. What'd you say? 
Okay, Anthony Detalis, he was on the show before. Why Anthony? Okay. A lot of stuff in common. Okay, and then one celebrity or anybody in the world. Joe Rogan? All right, why Joe Rogan? All right, you like Joe Rogan's podcast. All right, Ed Ham, I'm going to ask you the same question. You can interview anybody on the team, and then you can interview any celebrity. Who would it be and why? You just, yeah, if it's not working, just make sure you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it. Um, if I was to interview one person on this team? One person on the team. Player or coach? Anybody. Anybody on the team? Uh, yeah, okay. It's definitely going to be Coach Casulo. Coach Casulo. Okay, so, why? I mean, it's just fun having Coach Casulo on the team. He, like, pushes us, especially on special teams. Okay. He loves special teams, and he loves us playing special teams. All right, so you're talking about special teams, and then who else would you interview outside of the team? Outside of the team? Yeah. Probably Dan Becker's dad. Definitely. Why Dan Becker's dad? Why? Probably one of the coolest parents on our team. Okay. Why? I mean, he's just a fun guy. Look at him. He's smiling. Look at him. Okay. All right. I mean, why wait? Do you want to ask him his first question right now? Or? Talk to him now? Ask the question? Yeah, you want to ask him a question now? No. Who's your favorite son? <laughs> we got we to gotta bring, we gotta bring you up here. You're not going to answer it? No? All right. He's not. They're all equal, he says. He gives a political answer. Okay. All right, Coach. My final question for you before you guys put me on the hot seat for a final time tonight. My last question for you. What person no longer on this earth would you bring back and sit down and interview and why? Probably my grandfather. Okay. Um, I never met him. He passed away about three years before I was born. Sorry to but um, I've, I've heard countless stories about him through my mother, through my uncle, through people who knew him. Um, sounds like a stand-up guy and kind of echoing what you said, I want to know what he thinks of me as a person. Okay, I like that answer. All right, Coach, you got the final one for me and then the guys will have one. What do you got? West Genesee or Liverpool, Dan? Oh. Wow. You know that I cover all of these Central New York teams. I know you do. Ask me something else. <laughs> I support all Central New York student-athletes. Good answer. You know how Good I answer. feel about you, Coach Corley. You know that. Good answer. So take that with you tonight. All right. So you, you know my answer by knowing my answer. So ask me, ask me something else. Uh. If you guys win, will I celebrate? Yes. Is that a good answer? That works for me. Okay. All right. Um, what animal? I heard that. I heard that. What animal describes your personality best and why? Wow. What animal describes my personality best and why? I would say there's two. I would say a dog because of unconditional love, loyalty, and always smiling and I like to have fun. And then I would say a jaguar because they can prowl and kind of watch around. They protect their territory and they will not be vicious and they will not be mean unless they have to protect what they need to protect. So they could be calm and they can kind of just watch unless they need to protect. So I would, I would say that. So I'm a calm, cool, and collected person unless I have to protect somebody or, or something that I care about. All right, gentlemen, your final question for me. Ed Ham, I'll go to you first. Okay. Final question is, if there, 
there's one thing that you can take away from this world, what would it be? One thing I could take away? Yep. One thing I learned? Is that no, what you're saying? like take away, like poverty, get rid of it. Oh, one, one thing, thing I could just eradicate. Of. One thing I could get rid of. I, I would love to get rid of poverty. I would love to, you know, get rid of war and whatnot. But I think in order to get rid of all of the necessary stuff, you sweep it through by getting rid of hate. Because hate takes out prejudice, sexism, racism. I would like to think that hate can help to get rid of poverty and gets rid of war. So I think if we get rid of hate, we get rid of all the bad stuff. So I would take hate out of this world in a heartbeat. Do it right now if I could. I don't even understand why it exists because it makes no sense. All right, Muhammad, what do you have for me? What's your goals for the next five years? My goals for the next five years. Oh. My goals for the next five years, too. Uh, my show has always progressed and improved, so we were a sports show, now we're a sports show, an entertainment show, a Disney show. We plan Disney trips, we run trivia, we do MC, we MC events. So I would honestly say that I would continue to grow the show and grow the company and grow the network, but Outside of my job, I would like to put a ring on my finger and be a father. I would really, really like to be a father. And I had one of the West Genesee parents say last show that we did that he was surprised that I'm not a dad yet, but, you know, circumstances, I, it hasn't happened, and I haven't been a father. So I would like to hope that in five years my kid will be here at the show running around, and, and maybe you guys can keep the kid company while we're doing the broadcast. So, boy or girl, that's what I'll say. So that being said, for Adham, Muhammad, and Coach Joe Corley, myself, Dan Chitora, one more time, you guys got playoffs. Give West Tennessee some love and round of applause. Show some love for you guys. And Coach, where's Mom? Where's Mom right now? She's right over there. All right, Mom, I need you to come up here. You're not going to, I need you to come up. I need you to come up because I need you. You asked for it. I need you to tell me. We're going to bring you right over here so everybody can see you. Okay? I want you to describe Mr. Joe Corley. Oh, my God. Do I have to do it on the mic? You got to do it on the mic. Yes, you do. Nice. Yeah. To all of his players. Be honest. I'm going to be. To all of his players out there, he was a very disobedient little boy. Very, very good. And can I also tell all of you guys that his very first pacifier was in the shape of a football. So there you go. But he's a great guy. We love and respect him. Okay. Very nice. All right, fair okay. enough. Give a shout out to mom. Show some love for mom. Mama Curly. All right, with that being said, Wildcat Sports Club, every single month, West Genesee Athletics here, exclusively brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Come out to the playoff game. Come out and support this team. We appreciate you. We thank you. One more time, show each other a round of applause. I'm going to give you a standing ovation. You guys deserve it. God bless. Godspeed. We'll talk with you soon. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Dan. Thank Appreciate you, gentlemen. Talk with you soon.